Hi, Richard Durrington, your jovial host for the last five years, here again. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. It's our October surprise. Every day we will hear practical insights from A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle. His heart and call is indeed that of a tender brother and our companion in Christian warfare as he speaks to us. Let me speak, lastly, to those who do pray. I trust that some who read this tract know well what prayer is and have the spirit of adoption. To all such, I offer a few words of brotherly counsel and exhortation, and Suffer me, then, as a companion in the Christian warfare, to offer you a few words of exhortation. One thing, at least we all feel, we must pray. We cannot give it up. We must go on. As Ryle's heart strides together aside your host, Fred, in October, we will hear their practical prayer craft that gives life to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere, soul-satisfying, and consistent prayer life. And now, live from the paddock, here's your friend and mine, our host, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred. And I am the podcast principal, as you have heard before. And we are back in the paddock for the 31st time in our October surprise and the last time in October surprise. This is the literal last paragraph on J.C. Ryle's book, A Call to Prayer. And as I've been meditating the last few days over the year that we've spent with J.C. Ryle, it occurred to me that this paragraph that we're about to read from him, sums up not only his feelings and the truth of what God says about prayer, but it also sums up the reason that the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast is even around. And then I thought past of that to the wonderful work of the Holy Spirit, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, who have brought this consistent message, this message of the church's need for prayer, of our individual and our corporate need for prayer through all the generations of true Christian. And so we're going to start where J.C. Ryle ends with his quote, his last quote from his book, A Call to Prayer. Quote, I want the Christians of our day to be praying Christian. I want the church to be a praying church. My heart's desire and prayer in sending forth this tract is to promote a spirit of prayerfulness. I want those who never prayed yet to arise and call upon God, and I want those who pray to see that they are not praying amiss. The Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast and the prayer journals, I believe, are the bulk of what God has called me to do here, at least for this time, and then in His providence, prayerfully after I'm gone as well. I'm overwhelmed with thankfulness and awe at the supernatural consistency of the Holy Spirit leading his people throughout the ages. From Martin Luther, one of our very first precepts, he says, quote, To be a Christian without prayer is no more possible than to be alive without breathing. Jonathan Edwards, a couple of hundred years later, when he was talking about the church, said this, quote, 
It is God's will through his wonderful grace that the prayers of his saints should be one of the great principal means of carrying on the designs of Christ's kingdom in the world. End quote for just a second. The church, the effectiveness of the church, is dependent on prayer. Back to Edwards, quote, When God has something very great to accomplish for his church, it is his will that there should precede it the extraordinary prayers of his people and manifests by, like in Ezekiel 36, 37, and then he goes on, and it is revealed that when God is about to accomplish great things for his church, he will begin by remarkably pouring out his spirit of grace and supplication, and that's Zechariah 12.10. So personally, our prayer lives are vital. Corporately, as a church, as his kingdom, our prayer lives are vital. Andrew Murray gave a quote many, many years ago that has been sort of the tipping point for me in the beginning of the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast, and prayerfully, what is the fulfillment of God's will through the ministry that he has called me to. The evangelization of the world depends first upon a revival of prayers. As we looked at earlier, we live in tumultuous times, special times it seems to me, and the world needs to be brought into the kingdom and have the word preached. And that depends on prayer as well. So we have our personal lives, then we have the church, and then we have the evangelism, what the church is about, what we are supposed to be about, the evangelization of the world. And then lastly, I want to just quote from John Calvin, because he's talking about the Psalms, and I've mentioned a lot over the last five years, that if you want to learn how to worship and you want to learn how to pray, go to the Psalms. And he says this, quote, Or rather, the Holy Spirit has been here drawn, that's the Psalms, all the griefs, sorrows, fears, doubts, hopes, cares, perplexities, in short, all of the distracting emotions with which the mind of men are wont to be agitated. On the other parts of Scripture contain the commandments which God enjoined his servants to announce to us. But here, the prophets themselves, seeing they are exhibited to us as speaking to God and laying open all their innermost thoughts and affections, call or rather draw each of us to the examination of himself in particular, in order that no one of the many infirmities to which we are subject, and to the many vices with which we abound, may remain concealed. It is certainly rare and singular advantage when all the lurking places are discovered, and the heart is brought into the light, purged from the most baneful infection, hypocrisy, End quote. The truth of that runs deep, deep into our hearts and minds and souls. And if you never received anything from this podcast, if you would take it to your heart to concentrate on the Psalms and make them your prayers and make them a study of worship, you will develop a most beautiful prayer life that satisfies your soul and brings us in accord to His will. One last time for Ryle, and I think we will end with this today, because it truly does reflect the heart of this ministry. I want the times we live in to be praying times. I want the Christians of our day to be praying Christians. I want the church to be a praying church. 
My heart's desire and prayer in sending forth this tract is to promote a spirit of prayerfulness. I want those who never prayed yet to arise and call upon God. And I want those who pray to see that they are not praying amiss. Brethren, the Holy Spirit testifies through the ages. Let's pray for one another.